0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: Yeah! I made it! <laughs> just just by the skin of my teeth. I mean, you, I don't know if you know like a secret, you're like a stonecutter in The Simpsons. You have like a secret entrance yeah, I got a guy. to get into downtown. You mm-hmm. don't sweat it at all. I'm a little jealous.
2: No, it's, you know, Sometimes the only frustration is if I'm listening to the radio mm-hmm. and... Keyshawn's in a good point, point. then i got to go in the parking garage. I'll just park up top of
1: L.A. Live for a few minutes. I uh, I got waylaid, I think is the right word, again this morning, that they closed down the freeway. Mm-hmm. Most of the exits into downtown were closed. and There's uh, I, some stuff going on down here. I don't know if you know this or not. There yeah. are some things going on down here today. But as it turns out, a lot of people work down here. A lot of people try to come in here, especially as it turns out, Al. Yep. In the mornings, mm-hmm. the people try to get into the center of the city very yes. early in the morning yep. to start their days, and when you take many of their off ramps and exits off of the table and close them, yep, it creates more congestion on the few that you leave open. You
2: ever want? Did you know that?
1: You ever watch? You
2: ever watch? And this is uh, has nothing to do with anything, but you ever watch uh, ants? You ever just kind of take a second? Just give me a second. Let me just kind of explain what I'm referring to. Okay. You ever watch like like uh, this is a personal attack? No, no, it's not. It's not. You ever watch like either either it's an ant hill or you just watching ants that are all just kind of aligned, all going in the same direction? Yes, I'm familiar. You put your foot in the middle of what they're doing without telling them where to go. You know what happens? They start driving everywhere, and that is (laughs) human beings when it comes to our freeways. If you take off one exit it's pretty good. or you take one lane and say, hey, I know there's three here. We need to use two of them. Everybody hallucinates. I feel like that's what you've gone through over the last couple of days, literally and figuratively.
1: <laughs> yeah, both. I've got a, I've got a double dip. Yesterday was worse than today because I got all the way into yeah. where I usually go, and mm-hmm. then they said, "Oh no, you can't go any further." Like there were no heads up. They, they basically instead of having the foot that you could see in the, in the, in the ant trail. Yeah. This was just I got stepped on by the ant by the giant foot, just kind of smooshed <laughs> me. Right. That, that's what, you weren't that's what in front
2: was, of the foot. You weren't <laughs> behind the foot. <laughs> Under, you the were under the foot. I was yep. under
1: the foot yesterday. Today I saw the foot that who's ever in charge of turning the lights on on the freeway saying, hey, don't go that way. Yep. They did a good job today. They said, hey, that, that, this is not where you want to go. You're going to want to take, I believe they described it as alternate routes. Didn't tell you how, but just, you know, the way you usually go, nah, you're going to have to go a different way. <laughs> So I did. I come in from the east typically. Yep. And I come from the east and I come to the south side and then I come into downtown. That's my typical route. Today I came from the east all the way to the north, all the way around to the west and then came in from the west side. So I had to go all the way around, but we made it and we're in one piece and I'm going to Every time mood. you
2: send me those texts of like, "Hey, um, trying to get in on time, but uh we'll see how it works out." I'm always like, "Well, how's that going to affect me? And I'm not kidding." I had my hand out the window this morning just, like, enjoying the breeze. I'm like, what a wonderful day.
1: There's was, there was no traffic. Lovely early there, summer day. A <laughs> little June gloom in the air, but it's, it's cool. Zero
2: traffic with Pasadena. I'm like, who needs the air on? Let's just put the windows down.
1: Lucky you. You, you, you are a, They'll get me, a, a, don't a lucky man. No, I don't, I
2: don't, Next time I go down to San Diego, they're going to have one lane from <laughs> what Oceanside.
1: The, no, what they're going to do is you're going to get to San Onofre. And then they say alternate route. And you're going to be like, there is no alternate route. Once I'm here, I'm in. There's nowhere to go. I can't turn around. I'm trying to I negotiate <laughs> with Camp Pendleton. I got to go through the military <laughs> yeah, base. Watching Black Hawk helicopters <laughs> as you go through and Marines that are, you know, jumping out of helicopters. Next thing and I doing know, I'm Marines in the water.
2: Do. They have me uh, training.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, I, I'm here. I, I, you know what? Because I come in early, because I give myself yeah. a nice big cushion, yeah, yeah. It was just, cushion, it was just kind of one of those things that I, I leaned into a little bit. I'm actually, for considering it took me another two hours to get to work this morning, Damn. I'm in a pretty good spot. How about getting back? You were fine yesterday getting back? Piece of cake. Nothing. Piece of cake. Yeah. No No. no complaint. Oh, here you go. It's the boy calling right now. That could be mm. nothing but good news, right? <laughs> That's always fun. Uh, Michael or Did Bobby? Did you eat the egg? Michael or Bobby. <laughs> That's uh Mike. Mike. Yeah, so he, uh, we'll see it. Maybe he, maybe he wants to know. Does he, he know you do a show day. at 10 o'clock? No, he has no idea. <laughs> um, Bobby he has, has no a idea you're employed. Idea. He has no idea you're even employed. He knows that the refrigerator has food in it and uh-huh. that, uh, when, oh, by the way, he, 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 I don't think he knows this. This is funny, kind of tangent here. You know, I, how much I love baseball. And I don't, I think you guys probably have kind of a rough idea. One of the things that I really love about baseball okay. are the gloves. I just, a new baseball glove is just, come on, man. Just, who doesn't love a new glove, right? You get to break it in exactly the way you want. It smells really good. It's just, every, everything about it is wonderful. Now, the downside is they're super expensive, right? If you buy a real glove, not something you'd buy at like yeah. a toy store, but a, a real one, I'm talking several hundred dollars, they're very, very expensive. Right now, you go to Dick's, buy a brand new glove, it's a couple hundred bucks. Oh, at least. Wow. at least yeah I yeah no they're they're mm-hmm. a bat is even worse a bat's like 500 bucks like a bat for high school baseball can be 500 oh bucks gosh. yeah it's, it's, it's very very and, and by the way they change the rules every year so not that bats illegal it. yeah it's a it's a giant scam that yep. they're running on everybody okay that that aside like i said i'm a sucker the bats i have less tolerance for mm-hmm. because i couldn't hit therefore bats don't interest me but gloves you want a first baseman's glove. You want need a little outfielder's action. Hmm. You want an infielder's glove. Maybe something for pitching. I am the easiest mark in the world. For, he doesn't get that. All he has to say, Dad, what about that Wilson A two thousand? We know my response. To be let's go buy that today. Let let us go right now. You know, every time we'll go look. What do you think about that? It? It's all right. All I'm waiting for is yeah, I kind of like it. I'm, awesome. Let's. Does buy Does he that. give
2: any any emotion when you guys go get the glove? Oh no, we we don't. Does we, he get we,
1: excited? we've only done it once Mm. literally we've only done it once and we turned it into a christmas present it was it was great but i'm a pretty easy mark i'm a just made me think of that i'm like that that
2: he's calling you at 1003 1004
1: it doesn't matter i need to talk to dad need to talk to dad Call, call your mother what do you mean he's at work yeah. What is he doing right now? Is he talking to people? Is what a he loser. It? He probably thinks I'm sitting around drinking coffee and yep. talking about Joe Madden getting fired, which is we should, basically we, what you should have called between eight and ten. Yeah, he, yeah, Eight and ten you'd answered. I would have answered. I'll call him back. We'll see what's going on. Um I still can't quite wrap my head around that Joe Madden got sacked yesterday. I mean, I get it. Manage, nobody's Tommy Lasorda anymore, right? Nobody sets up shop and manages a team for 25 years. It just doesn't work like that anymore. I, I, I understand that. That Dave Roberts has been here for as long as he has. Kind of got the over, right? That he's mm-hmm. been here longer than most guys get to do it. But that one just came out of left field for me yesterday, Al. So when Buster only we're, – we're doing crosstalk. When Buster Olney had the uh,
2: – when the tweet came out that, hey, there's some rumblings that he might potentially – might be on the hot seat here – Instantly, what went through my mind was, okay, you know what? I don't think anything's going to happen here. This is probably a message to the players. Fellas, turn this thing around. Um, no, Joe Mannon's not going to get fired, but let's put a little heat under the the manager let's put a heat under the players you can't have a twelve game losing streak 13. and everything's okay thirteen now right? <laughs> right thirteen now so that's what I thought it was but it was five minutes later that the announcement happened Joe Madden was fired I don't know, I, I guess this is we, we didn't really get a chance to talk about it too much this is the way I look at things I always try to pay attention to what the expectations are Joe Madden's on the final year of his contract I don't know
1: how you Man want wasn't to hired by Perry Minassian
2: I don't know how you want to describe the bubble season not the bubble season pandemic the the pandemic season 60 games is what they played it's really tough to kind of put too much weight on well you know what they were a few games below 500 in that pandemic season I think you should really look at last year and look at what's happened so far this year is a year and a half less than two years enough to fire a manager who's won a world series before does he not have a little bit more rope? And I'm not trying to justify 12 or 13 losses in a row. I'm not trying to justify um, the that it's okay to lose. But who is the franchise that's losing, I think, is the most important question. Were the Angels something before Joe Madden got there? Do the Angels have this history where if Dave Roberts was on a 13-game losing streak for the Dodgers and they didn't have a World Series under under his belt – And on top of that, he was um, managing below expectations every single year. You see that one coming. That one makes a little bit more sense. Frank Vogel, a lot of people thought, well, Vogel, this isn't Vogel's. It's not his fault that the Lakers were 16 games below 500." However, they were 16 games below 500 coming into a season where Vegas had them as one of the odds to go win the whole thing. What are the expectations? I just thought a third into the season, plus what the Angels have been over a number of years. That one is hard to understand. Well, Or or maybe this goes perfect to script of the Angels. Yeah, the Angels would do something like this. Yes, Artie Moreno would do something like
1: this. Maybe we're looking at it the wrong way. Maybe this is actually more descriptive. You, you bring up a lot of really good points. I, th- I think they're, Let's go back to this. That I, I want to stick with the Lakers and Frank Vogel in the comparison there because I think that there's some overlap and I think that there's some differences. The overlap is the team is not performing the way that you would expect it to, right? That the Angels got off to a really good start. They were, you know, they, they looked like they'd finally figured some things out. Looks like their pitching was performing pretty well. Mike Trout was performing at a high, et cetera, et cetera. It, it looked good. Now, in retrospect, you look at it, maybe they were actually overperforming sure. a little bit that it's kind of, kind of come back to earth. Um, the Lakers, when you looked at the way that they were playing, it always felt like there isn't, there, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It isn't quite what it is. From the start. From the start. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking, okay, maybe whatever the message is, isn't getting through. The, the Lakers in particular, their defensive, their defensive play for a coach that was, uh, considered a defensive, considered coach. A defensive yeah. coach. And the reason they won the championship a couple of years ago is because they were the best defensive team in the league. Mm-hmm. They can't stop anybody. That's a coaching thing, I think, to a degree. Now, injuries and fit and all these things, I don't know you can, can work around that, but that's the way that the life in the NBA goes. If you have a, a lane, and Frank Vogel's lane was defense, and your team is terrible defensively, whatever you're telling those guys, it's not going in, we need to make a change. That makes sense to me. I'm not saying that the reason they were as bad as they were is because of Frank Vogel exclusively, but one plus one equals two and it in this was situation. It, you were out in the first round. No, what, it was. It, it makes sense. You could even make the playing tournament. Yep. I said to you at one point, I said it's not fair, but I get it. It's just the way this one just doesn't make sense to me. The the team is even with a thirteen game losing streak, I think they're three games three under below 500, five hundred. Yep. Right? So that means that there were eleven games over 500 two weeks ago. And all of a sudden we just decided in two weeks, I granted it's a terrible two weeks. You've lost every single game in two weeks, but in two weeks, you went from a game, a team that was 11 games over 500, feeling really good about where they were tied for the division, tied for the division Mm -hmm. lead to we've fired a manager who's got a pretty impressive resume. That doesn't make sense to me. Now you could have what typically will happen. You fire a coach. You fight. You do something along the way to to your point, kind of wake guys up and say, Hey, listen. This is unacceptable. We got to go. But to go from zero to 100 like that, and, and, I, you know, you, me, and everybody else has read some of the Manassian quotes that, you know, I didn't like the way we'd been playing for a few weeks. Okay, I fair enough. I, I, I hear you. But this was awfully aggressive, especially on the heels of a pandemic season, which I honestly think you can just kind of toss aside because who knows what it is. Maybe they would have gotten really hot in the second. You don't know. Last year, Mike Trout basically didn't play. Anthony Rendon, your big free agent signing from a couple years ago, basically hasn't played. Yep, You're the one that drafted all these pitchers that can't perform. You're the ones that go out into the free agency market and find these guys that you don't make any better. Actually, a lot of the guys that come are actually a little bit worse than they were at other places. That's not Joe Madden's fault. This is not a, hey, you're not getting out of these guys what we expected and what others have gotten out of these guys. This is what this team has been for the better part of 10 years. Kind of meh. And, so, and Joe Madden didn't make them. They were. They
2: are. They will be. So when you say this is what the team has been for the better part of ten years, just to clarify, this is what the organization has been, yes. right? And I say organization because if this is the best way that I could describe it, if I told you, explain to me the first thing that comes to your mind. Try to take this Joe Madden stuff out. When I say, hey, describe to me the Los Angeles Dodgers. You're going to have a. a uh, obviously, a clear description of how you think the organization is run, ownership, everything else. If I took that same question, I said, describe to me, the Angels, what would
1: be your knee jerk? What What would be some of the things that you describe? Dysfunctional. Okay. And, and I think the biggest thing – I think the number one criticism and I think the overriding vibe that they've put out in the universe is – we change our mind every other year. Mm-hmm. We're going over here. No, we're going over there. Not. Nah, we're going to go back the other way. No, nah, no, nah, we're going to go over here. It tells you they're, you don't have a vision. They, they, they mm-hmm. lack a coherent vision of mm-hmm. what they want to
2: be. So the reason why I ask you that question, then maybe we shouldn't be surprised that Joe Madden is the one that they fire 60 games into a season after you know really starting
1: off the season as well as they did. Okay, so everything that the Dodgers are – The Angels aren't. I will explain. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee and ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance on 710 ESPN.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
1: Closing in on your last chance to vote for the uh, Mandy Awards 710awards.net. Go vote for Ask Slee, which is coming up uh, uh, half an hour from right yep. now. Another award-winning edition of Ask Slee. We have um,
2: – Berg's in the uh, studio right now. Berg, What's up, we are
1: trying to make a Hi case Bert. on this one, and
2: I think Trav made a really good case. Um, fill-in of the year. Oh. Me.
3: Okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I, I don't remember of, hearing you on Mason and Ireland. No, no, no. Or no yeah. You're not paying attention. Wrong. Okay. You're not paying Wrong. attention.
1: I've done all three of those things. I filled in for Sedano at Hollywood Park Casino with you and Kaplan.
3: Okay, that's true. I
1: filled in for Ireland on the day that the Russell Westbrook-Max Scherzer trade got uh, dropped in. So okay. I did that show. I think, sure. you, I think Lindsay was producing that's that. That's still day. within Possibly. a year. Yeah. And, and I filled in for Alan Sliwa on yep, the Laker pre- and post-game <laughs> yeah, show.
3: Me. Okay, so, who. Game, so you're able to go to each different spot. Yeah. But fill in, I mean, I'm like, you're Kike not Hernandez. a fill in, though. <laughs> now, I've got, look, I've got the you're regular center field gig yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand that, that
1: you saw Kike out in the outfield last night in Anaheim, but I feel He would out, start crying. He I would start
2: won. crying if he won. <laughs> fill in, he would just start balling
1: out. I, I just feel. We didn't even talk about my exemplary turn with Kaplan and my really sound no, performance
2: yeah. with Steve Those Jason. two I were not
1: aware of. Yeah. I was no. just aware of the first well, one. And I'm a regular uh, guest on the Keyshawn show, so there. I mean, that's not. But a you're not fill-in, filling but in. That's a guest. Just feel like I'm. Freddie, I, Co- Freddie Coleman's on at night. I go on his show. Just saying, I
3: feel like I'm being robbed here. Well, I mean, look, I just don't understand why you're just trying to take away an award from somebody like Clinton Yates or Ramona Shelburne. Because Ramona's that's, here that's all who, the time. Because that's who Every Travis is. <laughs> Ramona Ramona was here last week doing a show, Speaking nine of, months pregnant. Did she have her baby yet? Today. Today. Yeah, today is the day. Okay. Today, today is, she's good is the, schedule yes, right. the scheduled day. Yes, the scheduled day. Okay. Yep. I should actually send her a note saying. Good luck.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're so sorry, Trav. And, uh, you're, you can't
3: steal from Ramona. Momo deserves it all. I'm not, trying to, not all.
1: trying to take it from anybody. Oh, you're saying he earned it's it? I just, there, thank you, Alan. Feels finally. like he earned it. <laughs> finally. He's know. on my side. I don't know.
3: It's feels, been it feels over a year. Feels kind of self serving. Finally. <laughs> this is the one that I'm writing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm
1: glad that it it took a little while, but we finally got there. All right, let's go back to uh, Madden for a second. It's time for some straight talk brought to you by straight talk, wireless, straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Um, I want to read you guys a quote really quick here. This is from Joe Madden, who was interviewed by the athletic after uh, he was fired yesterday as manager of the angels. And I think there's a couple of key phrases in this that I want to, I want to talk about with you guys. Here's Joe Madden. You always rely on people in charge to read the tea leaves properly. This time they did not. You can ask any of the players or coaches. They're the ones who really know. Perry was in a tough spot. I understand that. Let me put it that way. I would really rely on the sentiments of the coaches and the players. Okay? That was what Joe Madden said yesterday. I think the the really heavy swing in that, oh yeah, is Perry is in a tough spot. Yep. I understand that. Let me put it that way. I'd rely on the sentiments of the coaches and the players. Now, I know Perry Manassian, the, man, the general manager of the Angels, said yesterday he'd been feeling a certain way for a few weeks. He decided that yesterday he wanted to make a change and that that is when he broached the subject with team owner Artie Moreno. And Artie Moreno gave a thumbs up that he was okay with that decision. You guys buying any of that? Are you guys buying the idea that the general manager just wakes up one day, calls the owner, and says, "I'd like to fire the manager today," and that there's no further discussion? You don't say, "Hey, all right, I hear you.
3: Let's have a meeting. Let's go over this." That they just decided to cap him in on that on the spot like that? No, it's very much an Artie Moreno type of decision, and that makes total sense. And Artie Moreno is a, is who he is, and he's kind of a mess. I just I think you guys have been talking about it all just to start off, and we talked about it on Mason Island yesterday. You guys talked about it in Crosstalk. I don't understand why we're being so caught up in the fact that Joe Madden was fired because his name is Joe Madden. I get that it's, it's a lot of it is the front office and the front office is a mess. I totally understand that. But what has Joe Madden done as the Angels manager that has made it so like, oh, no, we can't fire this guy. In Chicago, when he was there, he won a World Series. Great. Fantastic. If you talk to any Chicago Cubs fan, they wanted him fired the next year they did not enjoy him as their manager. I think we get too caught up in a situation where we think just by the name, the name alone is why we think, oh well, no, we can't mm-hmm. we can't fire Joe Madden because he's Joe Madden. Well, if you're not producing and you don't and you rub players the wrong way and guys don't want to play for you, which it seems like happened in Chicago and now in Los Angeles, just let the guy go. Also, he's at the end of the contract, like you said earlier. End of the
1: year. So the end of the year contract. It, it's so, over.
3: They're not even negotiating with him for another I, year. I,
1: I hear you. And I'm not saying that Joe Madden might not be one of those guys that after a while, you know, I think it's time to maybe go in a different direction. You know who else was like that? Pat Riley. Okay? But, but and you said but what they did respected he him. what did he do in Chicago? Well, he went to the NLCS in year one. He won the World Series in year two. He lost the NLCS the year after that. And he lost the wild card. They were winning. He's a good manager. He knows how to push the right. He took the Tampa Bay Rays to the World Series despite having a payroll that was a fraction of everyone else's. I'm not saying he's the second coming of you know the best manager in the history of the world, Tony La Russa or whoever you like the best. My point is they gave him a pandemic season, which was just makes no sense to anybody. You gave him a season last year. That was a disaster because they were missing their best player. The other, they, they don't have any sort of depth. They don't have any sort of pitching. And then you get two bad weeks, and he gets a bullet. Berg, it I, doesn't I, make I, any I, sense. I, I would say this: this is this what is, is the, What's the more? Well, let, let, no, let me
2: just say it's the question. I think that comes down to is you think they're in the position they are because of Joe Madden, and I think that's why people. It's not. It's less coming to the defense of Joe Madden. Any manager that was there that was in this situation, like, I get it, Madden has a name, but any manager that was managing the Angels for basically, you can say, two years, right, or a 60-game season all of last year and a third of this year, that's enough to say, yeah, this... I mean, when when the GM says, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of weeks, on May 24th, you weren't thinking about it because that was the last time you won a game. So between (laughs) May 25th... That's kind of a cold-blooded way to say it. May 25th and June 7th, so over the course of two and a half weeks is when you decided, or two weeks, whatever that is, that's when you decided... No, no, no. This
3: thing is going completely in the wrong direction. It can't happen. I, th- I think it's a double-edged sword here, what you guys are talking about, too, where if you're saying it's not all Joe Madden, then it can't all be Joe Madden. what he did in Chicago and it's what he did n- in Tampa. There you go. But that's exactly, that's exactly the right point, because
1: in five years in Chicago, he had five winning records and went to the postseason four times. Okay, I understand that maybe he's a guy that after a while you're like, you know what, I think maybe we need a, a fresh one. He hasn't been there long enough to do what he needs to do because – The team's not very good. The team, look, look, I'm I'm just going to kind of run through this really quickly. They've had six losing seasons in a row. Joe Madden wasn't there for all of those. They haven't had a winning record since 2015. Mike Trout has zero playoff wins in his career. Mm -hmm. They've had four managers now in five years. They've had four general managers since 2007. So they're turning over general managers. Sounds like a good company. They're turning over everything like, uh, but the very top of this.
2: Put my LinkedIn update.
3: My LinkedIn. Try to get a job there. <laughs> See uh, like that will last that's for the eight point. months. So you can. The you, upper management is always that kind of way. But like, look at the Phillies. They just got rid of Joe Girardi for for after three years for the exact same reason. They have bright Harp, Bryce Harper and John Chagura and J T Realmuto and all, all these other Reese Hoskins and all these other dudes that are really good. They even have Zach Wheeler, who's been one of the best pitchers in baseball right now. They have all the same things, and they're yeah. below five hundred and fired. Joe Girardi. I get that, and you're right about all of that. But what did you just list off? All of the good things that they have. Give me the good things that the Angels have. Shohei hey, Otani, Mike kay? Trout. I mean, right. Anthony Rendon is not there. Anthony but, Rendon's but been Walsh a complete and, like, bust. Marsh for them. And all these other guys are all playing. Are all still playing
1: well? Walsh and Marsh are relatively new here. They, I mean, they've been here for a minute. But those sure. are the guys
3: that are the newer. Who's the second baseman? that's, that's pretty decent. Don't even. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing the David Fletcher thing, are we? <laughs> stop. <laughs> look,
1: at, look at Fletch go. The, Guys, he's hitting two forty. Yeah. Can, can we stop, please? Can yeah. we stop pretending that that's but even a thing? So,
3: but even so, I mean, another guy in Philadelphia, it's, he reminds me of Doc Rivers. It's the exact same situation as Doc Rivers, where he won one championship with the Celtics after being with one of the best four-player teams that you can come up with. Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen. Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo, all of those guys, and they won a championship. They did the same thing in Chicago with Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo, and you know, with, with uh, John Lester and the whole deal that they had going on there. Same type of situation, but because his name is Doc Rivers, everybody is like, "Oh, we got to get Doc Rivers on the Lakers because it's Doc." But I See, feel like you're I wouldn't getting, want Doc Rivers. Uh, but I, I, I feel like you're getting Joe caught
2: Manning. up in the name more. Like no, I'm, I'm saying, saying,
3: I don't want them. I don't care. I, about I know, them.
2: but what I'm saying is that you keep saying that. Well, why is it a big deal that they're firing Joe Madden? Is it? And and you think a lot of people are making it a big deal because it's his name? Yes. It's it's what he's done in the past. I'm not even talking about what he's done in the past. I'm just saying that. Look at his time with the Angels. Is that enough time to say? In, but but is it but five years with the angels? Below 500 that it's goes the angels there? that that doesn't stick to him. If it's the Dodgers and the expectations if, completely different, then
3: that's a different conversation. That's a different story. Exactly, the, the expectations are high though this year. They actually have high expectations. But, People were talking about just a couple of weeks ago that they were World Series but contenders. But the idea Berg that
1: he's below five hundred would carry a lot more weight. If this was a team that was winning a bunch, but just couldn't get over the top, and then he comes in and they drop like a rock. Yes, that's not what this is. This is a team that was already on the bottom that stayed on the bottom.
3: Same with Joe Girardi in Philadelphia. They were on the bottom. They brought they in Joe Girardi. Players. They fired Gabe Kapler, and now look at Gabe, Ka- Gabe Kapler in San Francisco. It's the same type of situation. It doesn't really. It's just not working out for this team. It's obviously they're but not that, listening but, to him. Twelve in a row. We agree 12 with Twelve you. in a row. Thirteen. Because if they were listening, <laughs> well, I mean, for. Him, I, I'm just but saying. It, that- is
2: that is that the standard then? So anytime anybody has in the NBA, if you go on a nine-game losing streak. Is it? Is that it? Like, is is if your? You have championship is it over?
3: Aspirations and you've been. Okay, but, but how yeah, can we say champions? I was going to say, basketball. can't I if you, if you don't, don't show Tony and Mike Trout? You absolutely have championship. Aspirations. Bro, you need they more than two in guys in baseball in to have real champions. I mean, it,
2: I, I hate to compare the Dodgers because it's a bad comparison because they are literally the best
1: run. They're arguably the best yeah, run. But, you're right, but the, the problem is they don't have the luxury of not in the comparison. They're 50 miles apart. True. And so they, it's impossible. It's the Lakers and Clippers. You can't compare, but we do all the time because they share geography.
2: But you can have Otani and Mike Trout, two of these unbelievable players, and still be really bad in baseball. That's not uncommon to have two really, really good players and bad baseball in baseball because it takes so much more to win. That's what I'm saying. That like if the expectation is, well, they gotta, they gotta do well and they gotta win because of those two guys. What about the rest of your rotation? Who else is playing? Who's
1: healthy? Who's not? Who the hell is making the decisions up top? There's so much that goes into it. All right. We have Astley coming up at 1045. If you want to get in, you can do that. 877-710-3776. You can send tweets to me, to Al. You know how to do that. Plus, here's the other thing. What does this mean for Otani? Because the clock is ticking very, very loudly on his tenure here in town. Uh, does it help making this move? Does it hurt? Or does it mean absolutely nothing? I'm sure if they had a way to do that, they might try to do that as well. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And remind me not to work for Slee. So I'll tell me if I should feel good or bad about this. Bad, uh, maybe terrible. Eh, not t- I don't terrible is is not, not on the option tree. But so park the car last night. Yep, you know go go inside, eat dinner, watch a mm-hmm. little TV, watch the angels. Do your thing when you that get in the, when you get in the house. You take your shirt off and say, Papa's <laughs> home. Walk around, just owning the place, king of my castle. <laughs> That's how I do it. Um, go downstairs this morning. Hop in my car. Get ready to go. Yep. And I find three more ants. Literally three more. Just three? Three more. Right on the center console of the car. Yep. Right. And so I mush. You know what mush, it
2: could mush. be? I think I got it. It's just simple as this: you grabbed a soda somewhere or something like that, or a coffee, oh, and something. I just, went
1: over it yesterday yeah. and disinfected, and and I told you I got the raid. car washed two days ago. I didn't do Raid because yeah. I don't want to drive <laughs> around in a poisonous cloud. I always have Raid. Open. I always have Raid in my glove compartment, yeah. and I'm just always spraying. But I went through it. There's not like to your point. I thought maybe a, maybe a piece of candy is in there. Maybe maybe a, some drops of soda that there has, just a full Twix. Water. There it's has like to a be piece. a thing that they're all going. There there is nothing. A, there isn't. And then a couple more on the drive popped up, so I had like four or five more total so far today. It's not an infestation or they no. would be everywhere. Yeah. I, I don't know how to feel about
2: this. Are you feeling more comfortable? Like I'm getting now used that, to it. Yeah, now not, that I'm, it's I'm, like I'm not crawling out of my skin right now. Now that it's like it's your peeps, right? Yeah. Like in the beginning it was weird. Now it's not weird anymore.
1: Huh. Pants <laughs> in my pants.
2: You know, yesterday... Me and
1: James Brown were like this.
2: <laughs> when I think of you, I think of James Brown. He's very similar people. <laughs> we got to the bottom of this yesterday um, at the training facility after. Yeah. They had a spread of food, and Trav went from not having any food he was going to leave... Didn't know there were wings. ...to then six wings. Lemon pepper, too, right? right. This guy oh, ran yeah. out ran out like it was, uh, I
3: don't know, it was a fire in the facility <laughs> with a lemon pepper thing. <laughs> Do you have little bits of lemon pepper all over your car they now? Never. They That's never made their thought. way
1: into the car. Ne- they never got their the way in. Best. Maybe they're on your hands. He walked all the way hands. to his car like de- he was going to eat them. De- d d de-winged de- uh, myself before <laughs> with,
3: with uh, you know, the, um, what's the? Those wipes, the, yeah. No,
1: not even the wipes. The stuff you squeeze out of the bottle. Why am I? Hand hand sanitizer. I,
3: I think I got it. I think I, I know what remember
1: happened. remember hand sanitizer. Am I having a stroke on the air? What's
4: going on? I think right
3: I know now? what's happening here. I think Emily is going to your car in the middle of the night and just placing <laughs> like three of them in your car just for this conversation. Content.
4: Just more pizza. Just look under your seat. I'm Putting <laughs> pizza each time. I'm,
1: I'm not kidding. I'm truly. I took. I did everything but unscrew the car. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you should do Take the whole thing <laughs> apart, looking for where these ants are coming from. They're, they're I cannot find the source of the ants.
4: Did you look into getting one of those like little uh, traps for ants? Little that circular aren't, looking. That thing? Aren't like the Raid spray, but they don't smell. I.
1: I considered it. I didn't do it, but that may be the you next step. I used
4: to have that uh, at my old place I used to live because we had ants in the kitchen. So that uh, that usually works. But see,
1: I've had ants in my kitchen. That makes sense, right? Somebody to Alice' point, you spill something, they come in for water. They 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 find food. Yeah, no, it's the water too. There's no food or water in my car anyway. I'm getting. You're not. Uh, they you're just doing,
4: love you, Travis. Like the so. whole city of Los Angeles. I, well,
3: Is your air saying. conditioning dripping? Might be an air conditioning issue because the water drips into the car. Mm.
1: That's the best theory ever, but it he doesn't on that I, but, yeah, we, okay, really should, but wouldn't the there be a spot where all the ants are. I don't know. <laughs> you have no idea what you're saying. I need, I need, <laughs> there's got to be not like we all have. He's got so serious about it. Castrol. <laughs> no, Castrol you know, We all have side hustles. <laughs> GTX. Right. <laughs> are you guys mechanics on the side? I'm just using any term that I could (laughs)
3: describe
1: with Two-in-one oil.
4: (laughs) Call AAA. Uh,
1: What's the one? The torque wrench? Just all all of those things, (laughs) right? right? Set set it to 220. I know the Allen wrench. That's basically all I can use at this point. I need somebody that's a hybrid exterminator and mechanic. I need somebody that does those two jobs together to come and and hook me up. Berg, you said something interesting during the break. That's And and now you speak for yourself, obviously. but. He said, well, if this was Jace Tingler, you guys wouldn't be up in arms. You like wouldn't this. be. I would. I absolutely I don't think would. would. If a team that went and started the season and played for, and I'm rounding off here, played for 45 days and was really pretty good and then had two really bad
3: weeks, if they just out of nowhere sacked that guy, that would be super weird super weird. I just don't think it would be. I mean, I think everybody would be going like, oh, yes, Jace Tingler. Who's that guy? Anyway, it's the fact that he's the, the guy matters. that had the team playing pretty well 10 <laughs> days ago. Sure. While you might not be doing that, I think most of the country and most of the people that are on Twitter and all these other places and all these talk shows that are talking about it, it's because of the name Joe Madden. If it was Jace Tingler, I don't think we'd be talking about it for two days. I don't think we'd be talking about it for much longer than the like, oh, wow, Jace Tingler got fired. Okay. I guess Phil Nevin's going to take over. Okay. move." on, but the fact of the matter is Joe Madden's name is making it a we'll bigger you, story. What,
2: we'll tell you why it's a big story. Because right now the conversation around the Angels it's simple. It's damn, is this squad ever going to make the playoffs? Right? Are we going to get a chance to see Mike Trout in the postseason and actually see him win a couple of games and have some meaningful games in October? Sure. And then the other big part of it, the biggest name arguably the biggest name in all of baseball, last offseason Shohei Ohtani said what? He said
3: I don't
1: want to we got be to here to lose. Right? We got to win. And I think this is the question is, was, do you like being here and it was, yeah, it's fine but I want to win. Yep. That's and that was a dun dun dun. That's moment. why we talk about the Angels because the reality is if Shohei wasn't on
2: that squad, if Trout wasn't on that squad, I don't know how much we're talking about him. Not much. Specifically more because of Shohei cuz Trout has been there for a long time they haven't won and it's not like he's come out publicly and said stuff like that. You had you had something that you started teasing about the Otani so, piece of it. I think that's where it gets interesting. How do these other players feel that Madden's gone?
1: He said through his translator yesterday, obviously this is not all Joe's fault. Players are, myself, in part to blame because I was underperforming. I just want to say thank you to Joe. I appreciate everything he's done for me. Okay, kind of boilerplate. Right, that, that's, that's all
3: you can say. There's yeah. nothing more you can say I, in any sense. There. I get him agree. out of here. Yeah, Did, he doesn't care that he's there. Shohei Ohtani doesn't care who the manager is oh, because I a manager wins. I don't. I don't, I don't he, agree with that at all because managers don't win you more than I, ten I, or twelve games in a season. I agree with that. Or lose. I, I think it's probably less than that.
1: Honestly, probably. But, but I think what does matter and what Joe Madden specifically kind of put in place with Ohtani last year. And Otani had the year that we all went to say, what? MVP. MVP was, you know what? Let's stop worrying about limiting here or limiting there or controlling this. He just basically said, let's just let him go do his thing and see what happens. And he put up an, an MVP season. Yeah, Everyone else was trying to, innings limit here, and we're going to not do this after a day where you do that. And and so he kind of just took the guardrails off and said, go do your thing. I would imagine if I'm Otani, I appreciated that. I Now, what he didn't say was coming out and said, I'm shocked. I'm going to miss Joe. I thought Joe was great for this. He didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But to your point, guys, I, I don't know if anybody would in that situation. But I think what's particularly interesting, what do you do with him moving forward? What if What if this team is a 500 team? Okay, which is kind of probably where they'll end up. Maybe a little below. Maybe a little above. Maybe they'll get that third wild card spot. Maybe. You know, and they get in. I guess anything could happen. But... What do you do if you just have another year where another year's off the board and the angels really didn't make any noise? he's gone man and i and I don't know if changing the manager changes that because what you have to do is you have to get better players, and this Joe Madden wasn't in charge of picking the players can i can i I think this is a perfect way to describe
2: it by firing Madden as early as they did. I would say that they're feeling the pressure they're yeah. feeling the pressure that we got to freaking win right now because why would you not take Otani by his word? Why would sure. you not take – I mean, if if I'm let, – let's put ourselves in Shohei otani's shoes. If winning is a priority, winning and angels don't go in the same sentence, right? Like if you're in Major League Baseball and you're saying, I want to go to a winning organization. I want a chance to compete. I want to be in, let's say, a bigger market, whatever the case is. You don't say – well, you should go play for the Angels. That doesn't happen. So when you have the guy, you are feeling the pressure. Why wouldn't you be feeling the pressure? You, you would. And if, and if you're Otani, aren't you kind of watching? Like you just, you know, you were describing the last six years the last 10 years of this aren't you looking at the franchise you're with and say okay you know what maybe this just was my initial chapter in major league baseball i'm gonna go freaking play somewhere else i'm gonna go be the guy that i'm supposed to be somewhere else i'm gonna go have help as great as you are as an individual in baseball is a perfect example you gotta have help I think Otani's probably looking at this situation, and I, th- I think the Angels, feeling the pressure of Otani, make a knee jerk
3: reaction. Sounds like they've been doing that for years. See, I don't even think it's a knee jerk reaction, though. I think that what you're saying about Shohei and how important it is, is actually showing Shohei that, hey, we're serious about winning. We're serious about going forward. We're going to move I, on I need, from this manager because we to need to, tell to me the win. Game
1: that Joe Madden lost for them. I need somebody to explain to me how Joe Maddon's preventing them from winning games. It, it, I mean, I, I, I
2: haven't As watched long the game in not a third-base coach. It could be Yeah, could I, be I just, okay.
1: If this were one of those, why did he do I, I saw where they were talking about, you know, he walked Corey Seager with the bases loaded. This weird and unorthodox. Yeah, things. that was weird. I, I, I wouldn't have done that either. Yeah. So, okay, there's a game that you can say. Actually uh, he made game. a mistake right there. I think but they won that game, yeah. This isn't one of these, he's managing the bullpen improperly.
3: Yeah. It's There's no, they're there. But but if you're talking about how the it's it was it was all Artie Moreno that did this. This was Artie Moreno's decision, right? So don't you think I that think so. maybe maybe the the decision last year to let Shohei do his thing was Artie Moreno and Perry Manassian as well? Is as you can say it's Joe Madden, but if Joe if Artie oh, I, says I, I, to you, I think I think that's I think
2: there's some truth to that. Yeah, if no Artie, Artie Moreno
3: and Perry Manassian said to Joe Madden, hey hey, we need to put him I'm on a gonna, pitching he, limit. We need to put him on a are going to have limit. him? So going to have him on your squad? This is the only way you you have to go through the, the general manager and the owner to get to this point to allow him to do what he wants to do. Let, let, now maybe they discussed it, and that's probably a problem because that's what Dave Roberts and Andrew Friedman do—they discuss things. But the overall, let's the say they go on and the a winning GM
2: streak. Let's say they go on a winning streak. It has nothing to do with the manager. Let's say they go on a winning streak. Let's say they win eight in a row, and then someone's got to take it. Two months from now, they go on a losing streak, eight in a row. What are you going to do? They win eight in a row. Let, let's just say they go on another. Let's say they're playing 500 ball by the All Star break, and then they go on an eight Phil game Nevin losing streak. Well, the, the, the I thing understand with, that, but that I'm saying has, that's the knee jerk that, that I'm talking you're, you're, about. I'm is, with
1: you. Al. I'm, I'm with you. That basically what you're saying is they lost 12 games in a row because Joe Maddon wasn't doing no. what he was supposed to do. So
3: if it's you an go overall,
1: through,
3: but the overall overall is good. Predates overall. It's not good. Overall, Wait, overall, it's average. overall, it's average. overall it's, it's this year, it's overall, this year, overall
1: this year, they're below 500. So it doesn't average. matter. Overall, they are average. It's average. They are 500. It, it, they're below it's 500. Average. But the Two overall, games all. overall, Three. and then we can move on. We, I mean, <laughs> he, he left. Look, he was as gone. As much <laughs> as I enjoy this, we're not going to let this cut in ass sleeve. That's never going to No, happen. no. That's way more important. But the overall is the last 10 years, the last 20 years, which is under this ownership group, they change direction constantly. Different general managers, different managers, different. we're going to focus on pitching, we're going to get a bunch of offense, we're going to go free agents, we're going to do this. They're constantly changing tack instead of saying, we want to go over there. And this is what the Dodgers are exemplary at. They have a vision, and they go execute the vision. And they stick to it. Now, maybe slight course corrections along the way, but they don't go north, and then the next season decide to go south, and the season after that go west. They're generally going in the right direction.
3: So the big picture is still exactly the same. Am I wrong? No, it is still very much the same. It is most, of, it's Artie Moreno and it's at the top. But somebody's got to take it at some point, whether it's the pitching coach or it's going to be the manager. Oh, the It's manager, going to be Perry Manazian next. Well, sure, he's going to be the end next. of the season, yeah. and they're still spinning their wheels. We all know stuff. that Berg Artie Moreno does, is the overall problem. That's Berg funny. does,
2: well, no, I can't say it. I was going to say he does PR for the Angels, but then he said what he just <laughs> said he <laughs> took it <laughs> away.
1: Ask Slee's coming up next. It's Travin Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, so you know the question that we yep. start with here phone or Twitter? Let's throw a text in there, too, and they could text you Dude. just throughout the week. <laughs> yeah. 949 555 1212. What was that the number for? Was that time? There was a number, there was 555 1212. I don't know, but you said that thing. so
2: fast. I'm like, it was damn, I think he that, gave as, out Susan's number. As
1: a kid, I think it was like, you remember, and you guys, and Emily's certainly not old enough for mm-hmm. me. there used to be a time you could call on your, like the landline on the phone, you'd yeah. get time. And you'd call and say, oh, yeah, that's right. The, that's the right. current remember time that. is 3.46 p.m. Do you remember that, Bunch? Do you remember <laughs> I don't that? know. Don't do you, you have that. just a
4: watch? It just confounds <laughs> me.
1: Maybe your watch, Emily, is a older school watch that runs on motion. Maybe it was laying on your bedside table for a night or two and stopped running. You need to wind it and reset it, and you need to know what time that's it is. But is awesome. your
4: landline not near your kitchen when you have the- Maybe not.
1: Maybe not. <laughs> I'm this just well, A anyway. of the power went out. That doesn't this help either because no. then your phone wouldn't work. That's not true. Unless it was one of those elect, if it was a corded one in the wall, power didn't have to be on. Oh yeah, it's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's how old I am. <laughs> the power could be out and the phone would still work as long as it was actually not a wire. Growing up,
2: right. did you have um, one of those? <laughs> did you have one of those phones in the bathroom? No, wait, my- I no, don't know why. At that my- seems unnecessary. Phones? At my parents' house, and it was There's It, it was already there. Like it was there when they bought the home. There's a phone just sitting
1: there. I'm like, why is there you can like take attached it in the shower, to the wall? Attached to the wall. So in the bathroom in our bedroom, there is a phone jacked that's at an odd it's like oddly high up on the wall. So that's maybe where it was what it, it was up, was. it was higher. Yeah. We, we, yeah we have not implemented such a thing. Phone or
0: Twitter? Let's sweet. do a phone.
1: All right. Let's go to Roderick in San Diego. Always a very good bet. Roderick, hashtag AskSleep
0: hey what's going on guys hey uh thanks for taking my call hey my uh actually it's pretty simple one i just wanted to know um for either of you guys if you could join any branch um of the military which one will it be and what what job will you have um in either branch um so it's a simple one um hashtag actually all right right, guys Thanks. thank you buddy
1: thanks roderick thank you
2: remember roderick
1: is a marine i believe
2: yeah i want to is there a way I could just be in the uh, in the kitchen and I'll just be washing dishes for the what are you, Steven Seagal for <laughs> the Marines and then moving? Do anything, anything other than them trying to actually get me in uh, in real stuff. Okay, what's the? Let's kind of go through what would probably be the toughest one.
1: Marines. Okay,
2: let's take them out. Okay, <laughs> okay, let's let's move that one out of the way.
1: Okay, Am, are, do you agree with me that the Marines seems like the most challenging? Um, I think they're all virtually. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, me, Navy.
2: You got Navy yeah, SEALs. you yeah. got... But just kinda, be, let's say
1: you're not going like Green Berets or I, Seals. I, I'll tell just, you, I, just, I'll,
2: I'll, I'd go Air Force. Okay. And I'll tell you why. And I don't really have too many it's like reasons it's the why. <laughs> yeah, but it's also my close friend was in the Air Force and he uh let's say he's not the most athletic guy he's there's a lot of kind of similarities that him and I have okay i figure if he was able to do it then i'd probably be able to do it that's
1: not a bad deal that that that's a good answer i think i would join the navy mm-hmm. because i'd want to be on an aircraft carrier which is really big there's a lot of people you could be around a lot of uh, and i would be a cook i would i would work in the the yep. kitchen on the aircraft carrier yep. making food for the, my fellow sailors. They would sailors.
2: end up putting you in a submarine. <laughs> oh no, I
1: would not like a submarine. submarine. That's you guys why, know that's that this is, that is a here. Steven Seagal movie where he was a cook, right? And Gary <laughs> yeah, Brucey but- was a bad guy <laughs> on a on a car- an, an aircraft carrier or whatever, and he beat up everybody. <laughs> well, I could do that, except for beat up people. I but I see what I would do is I would make an incredible steak au poivre, just uh-huh. like instead of killing him with out like of a garlic handle. <laughs> hey, more peppercorns. Bring it over here. I need we got to bring the submarine green. up. <laughs> Doc. getting on a submarine. That's not <laughs> no happening. No Coast Guard love? No. Coast, Coast that, Guard, but see, bad. they... I don't know. I, I, I feel like a cook in the, in the Navy is the right way to go. All right, here we go, Slee. Um, Slee is up front in a long line to get beer and or food. Trav right. comes up and says, hey, and low-key asks him to cut the line. Do you let him? Hashtag ask sleep.
2: Uh, just tell me what you want. I'll take care of it. You don't have to cut the line. People are going to have to sit there and say, "What is this six foot four dude?" All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be quiet, right? It's not like you just come in there, nobody sees you. Just tell me what you want. I'll handle it, and we'll go from that's there. Probably I think the that's probably the best way to do that. I think
1: that, and I'll give, give you a little. And if they of now, if give I was you exact change for my <laughs> food, that uh, comes out to a sixty five. You ever see? <laughs>
2: Now you, know, you can only have two beers. You can only grab, You go to a yeah, show. That's or you go probably to a, a pretty good idea. You can only get two beers. What's, what if the problem is I'm already grabbing myself two beers? Then I'm out of luck. No, then I'll no. give you one. You can have one. No, and no, and but,
1: then, the, but you go way in line for the next one. I, I have. So as do- the Dodger game I went to a couple of weeks ago, yeah. my, uh, my friends were right – you saw where we were sitting. And I, the guy – I'm like, hey, it's them two. It's me. Can I just – and hard line, no, I'm no, sorry. No, they I don't really do it. can't. I, you know, I would like to, but I really can't. That question – I know, everybody 180 else. times know, a game. I know, but I wasn't saying, like, they're right there. I know. I know, I, I, and I didn't argue. I said, I get it, and went back, gave him the beers, but, and came right back. But I'll come
2: it. back with two. You get one, I get one, and then I just need you to wait in line and get the next one.
1: Steve Chong, Slee, for the Mandy's. Will you try to match your color scheme with Lady Slee? Will you get her a corsage? Uh, Hashtag Slee. It's prom. straight-up prom. Is straight up prom. <laughs> yeah, this is literally prom. I'll be wearing seafoam green.
2: I'm not sure yet on the matching. We'll see. That's That's kind of... I don't mind doing that. You know, it doesn't have to be you don't make it cheesy. Don't make it like too obvious,
1: but if it's kind of like hey, these kind of complement each other, there's nothing wrong with that.
4: Just can't clash. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good like I I'm not even very good at that, but look, if you go basics. If you go, I blacks, go yellow. She goes grays, purple. it <laughs> yeah, has nothing to do like with the Lakers.
2: Lakers. Nothing to do with them.
1: Or maybe retro throwback to like the LA Kings from the 1970s. <laughs> We're huge Marcel Dion fans. We're, Rogie Vachon has always been an infra, uh, inspiration for me. Uh, Orange County and Raul. Raul, hashtag Astley. What do you got?
3: Hey guys. Hey, so Alan walks into the ESPN LA office restroom and as he walks in, he hears a the flush. Then sees one of the new good karma brand Big Wigs walking yep. out of the restroom. Yep. Slee yep. notices this guy doesn't wash his hands. He just walks straight out of the restroom. An hour later, Slee has a meeting with the Big Wigs, mm-hmm. and this same exact uh, exec reaches in for a handshake. Does Slee shake his
4: hand, go for a simple fist bump, or do you pre- pretend not to notice and just take a seat? Hashtag Ask Slee.
2: Raul, thank you for the call. Um, who knows? Maybe situations or predicaments like this, do come up in our lifetime. This is what I would do in a situation like that. If I knew you didn't wash your hands... By the way, just wash your hands. Just slap a little water on there, okay? That's all you need to do. Nobody's saying you have to sit under there. Remember when COVID first started, it was like, stay under the sink for an hour and a half? It's like, no, just splash, get a little water on there, uh, dry your hands, and let's keep it moving. You know what I would do if he comes, put his hand out? I'd throw him off. I wouldn't give him a fist... I wouldn't shake his hand. I'd just be like, my man, get in here. If I get a hug in, there's no
1: hands being touched, nothing. I think that's the safest way to do it. That's, that, that would work. My other thing is, you know what, I'd, I'm coming down with something. I don't want to give you what I got. Sorry. Two weeks later, <laughs>
2: just, hey, I'm coming down with something again.
1: It still hasn't gone away. I don't know what it is. I should probably go get somebody to look at that. It's been two years. Yeah, I, You know, it's nagging. It's nagging. It's just right in the back. I'll of my just become throat. the hug guy. i hate to give it to you. One quick one here. John in Huntington Beach of Fullerton. You and Lady Slee are out. Your ex is there. Do you? One, acknowledge her and introduce her as your ex. Two, no. Same as number one, but introduce her as an old friend. Number three, Probably give not. her a head nod and smirk with your arm around Lady Slee. Or number four, ignore her. Number four sounds awesome.
2: <laughs> that sounds like a good one. That sounds like a what good one. She
1: probably wants stuck that too. In the lobby. Yeah. What if you're like you're stuck and You turn around and you're Bam. a foot away from each other. Like, oh, then, hey, former lady, sleeve. then how hey, how are you? How
2: are you doing? Great to see. Oh, this is my girl. This is a friend of mine, and and we keep it moving. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm what playing. about number I'm five? Leave card. the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fake a heart attack <laughs> or go somewhere else. Yeah. Not- we just parked valet. Doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: I don't feel very well. We got to
4: get going. Also, if she's infamous, you Lady Lee, my, oh, this is Carol. And then she's like, oh, Carol. Got it. No, I wouldn't even do. Carol, is he dating no somebody details. from nineteen sixties? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came <laughs> to my mind. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. I Carol was,
1: Barb, Barb. <laughs> I'd like you to meet my ex, Barb. <laughs> I don't feel like there's a lot of barbers in the fourth grade Vinny. right now. I
2: was going to say, I don't, do you know of any, like, 25-year-old Barb? Uh,
1: I'm fairly convinced yeah. that my wife is the very last <laughs> Susan on earth. That her name is very, very old, but she, I think she's the very last one. Okay. There's Susie's. There's, yeah, there's Susie's. There's some along, but suit, like regular old school Susan. Not a ton of those coming up. Things are heating up at Harris Resort, SoCal. The best resort in Funner, California has teamed up with Hell's Kitchen to open the largest restaurant location in the country. Alan, expect all the fire and ice you've come to love from this powerhouse in the culinary world. This hot new Hell's Kitchen location is opening this summer. Are you fired up? Learn more at harrissocal.com. And now I am not the only one that has unusual feelings about the Laker-Celtic rivalry. I'll explain. When we come back, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.